Welcome to the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast, a Ball Blast football production. Here are your hosts, Matthew Betts, Matt Okada, and John Helmkamp. It is officially rookie season on the podcast, and I love it because we're going to talk rookies today. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back into the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast. You know who it is, Matt Okada. Matthew Betts, John Helmkamp, we're back, and we just came off of a glowing podcast, a glowing episode, mm. recording these back-to-back, in case you didn't know, uh, yes. about Devonta Smith. We love this guy. He's fantastic. Go check it out. Listen Easiest to the Easiest one show. we will record all year. Oh, yeah. Zero, just zero debate. We're just um, like, yep, love him. Next. We're on to Jamar Chase, and I am mm-hmm. very, very excited to talk to you guys tonight about him because... I mean, the general idea with Jamar Chase is wide receiver one, move on. And I'm excited to kind of get your your guys' take because I know that you do not think the same. I do not either. I have him as my two, but we will talk about that in a bit here. John's ready to, <laughs> to box someone or hit someone tonight. Uh, but before we get into Jamar Chase's profile, reminder for everyone, go check out our resources on ballblastfootball.com. And while you're at it, check out Kate Michelle's show. They added Jake Trowbridge to the, to the mixer, the Ball Blast Football podcast. Uh, lots of good stuff. The new writers are just crushing right now. So please check out their work. It would mean a lot to them. And of course, a lot to us too as well. Okay, fellas, Jamar Chase. He is the 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 man tonight that we're talking about. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out there, okay? Do it. Everything that we said about Devonta Smith's size, his breakout age analytics profile is the exact opposite for Jamar Chase. Let's start yes. there, right? For Devonta Smith, it was, gosh, this guy is skinny, his BMI, what the heck is this? And we said, don't worry about it. There are zero concerns about Jamar Chase's build and stature. This dude is freaking built. Did you guys see the picture of Justin Jefferson, Devonta Smith, and Jamar Chase? His calves literally are as big as Okada's head, and I'm not kidding when I say that. He is built like a running back. So let's start there with the build. Uh, Let me pull it up real quick. It's six one two oh eight. I know offhand. Yes, exactly. Two oh eight. Thank you. Um, so let's start with that. Your thoughts on the build for Jamar Chase? Quite nice. So here's what I'm going to say. I know that Okada literally just wants to say that and move on. He's like, "Yep, done. Good size build. Okay." Six one two oh eight. Ironically, is the exact same height and weight as Chuba Hubbard. So when you say that he's built like a running back, he literally is built like a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. That is dense. That is strong. Um, that love thick. that for him. That is thick. Um, good way. three C's. Um, <laughs> mm. yeah, I, I love that for him. I love the, the strength, the, the build, everything about that is in my opinion, probably one of his best attributes, his ability to be strong, be physical and use that muscular frame. Yep. Absolutely. Checks the box there. No doubt. Breakout age. How about that? Amazing. 19 and a half. That's pretty darn good. We love that that from Jamar Chase. Obviously, we know the story, right? Mm -hmm. Came out just early in his career, dominated, and it was the season with Joe Burrow. It was the historic LSU offense season that, at the time, was the best we had ever seen in college football. Then Alabama this last year upped them, but I think it was like a half point per game type of thing. So, you know, you can make an argument for both of these guys, for Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase, saying, well, they only did it with an elite offense. It's true for both of them. It's a factor to consider. It's one that I think matters a little bit 
But it sort of matters more for Jamar Chase. And the only reason I say that is because of the recency type of thing, right? We haven't seen this guy play football in over a year. So just your guys' general thoughts on that aspect of, of scouting Jamar Chase because we didn't see him play in 2020. I mean, I think what stands out to me more is that's his only season. Like, even if you take yeah. away Devontae Smith's senior season, his junior season has some great numbers baked into it. And, you know, you can certainly argue that offense was very good as well. And it was. But this 2019 LSU team was insane. Best passing game that has ever existed. I don't even know if there's a question there. Um, and he was an integral part of it. So it's huge. Other than that, we don't have anything. We had a, a freshman season with 313 yards and three touchdowns, which he's a freshman. I'm not putting that on him in any way. And we had a junior year that disappeared because of COVID. I'm not putting that on him in any way either. But that one season is absolutely all we have. I think it's a very interesting conversation, and I think that it's going to be really interesting to watch through the NFL draft this year in terms of how teams are evaluating that whole process of having players – very, very good players, first-round caliber players, either opt out uh, or miss a lot of time because of COVID or how much are they going to weigh what the team went through around them, like Clemson players being without Trevor Lawrence for four weeks or whatever it was. It's it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how they factor all of that in. Um, I do have a little bit of concerns because he did play a little bit this year. Didn't he play like a couple games and then opt? I'm trying to remember offhand. Or did he not get any games? So. I don't know. I don't think he played at all. I'm right thinking now. of a different wide receiver then. Um, maybe someone else that I'm thinking of. But, yeah, it is interesting that all that we have on tape is him and Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Justin Jefferson and Joe Burrow and just this dynamic, potent offense uh, where J.J. was incredible in the first round, and we know what he's doing in the NFL. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the teams value that. I do have a little bit of a, I won't call it a red flag, I'll call it a very small yellow flag about that that aspect to his profile. For sure. And let's talk about that dominator rating that we always reference. 33% in that 2019 season. Very, very good. That's actually a great number. We talked about Devonta Smith being 47%. That's an outlier. Like you will not see that in many guys' profiles. So right. I think, you know, looking at comparing the two, it's not a huge difference to me. It's still very good. He still produced very, very well. But like we're saying, it was one of the most historic offenses in college football, and he had the number one overall pick throwing him the football. All that out of the way, guys. Those are a lot of the positives about his production profile, his breakout age. He checks the boxes, no doubt. And we're not going to argue that with anyone. However, you, you fellas... New York. <laughs> John's getting ready. You fellas have concerns about Jamar Chase. And before we get to the actual tape, I just want to ask, where does he fall right now in your wide receiver rookie rankings? Oh boy! Oh, that's I feel Answer like that's the question. a loaded question. Having not Answer said it. anything about his tape, Answer it currently, and I will tell you that I have been trying to find ways to move him up. <laughs> I legitimately Just for the show. <laughs> no, no, in general, okay. <laughs> because a lot of people that I trust view him much higher, and so I'm trying to find ways to move him up. Currently, he is my wide receiver six in this class. Wowza. John, what do you got? Mm. Yep. Um, I'm very happy to hear that out of you, Okada, because we've been talking about this for a couple weeks, and I've been waiting to hear where you have him slotted because mm -hmm. I wasn't sure that you would be quite on par with me. But mm. 
I currently have him at six as well, flirting with seven, mm. but I'm right there in the same neighborhood as you are mm. looking at his film. I just, I don't like it. I just don't <laughs> like it at all. Also, I'm smiling. I'm smiling so big because I'm so happy to hear that Okada is seeing it the same way that I am. It makes me very, very It's happy. also worth noting that two of the guys, when I say he's my wide receiver six, Two of the guys that anyone who knows anything about rookies would imagine are in my top five ahead of him are not in my top five ahead of him and could be considered to be like guys who could slip into that range as well. Just I won't name the them yet, but come their on, names on. both their first names both start with R. They they kind of get talked about in a similar tier. Bateman, Rondell Moore. Okay. Yes, that's correct. All right. Well, we'll talk oh, about yeah. them. No, soon. no, they're they're not up there for me either. We'll talk about them soon. Uh Jamar Chase, for me, he's my wide receiver too. So I'm much higher, apparently, than you guys. Well, you're much normaler, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. We're that's much fair. lower. I don't think we can I, put anything on you. The thing is, no, though, to be honest with I, you, I don't think that that's normal. Like, you ask anyone, I guarantee you 80% of people are going to say it's Jamar Chase, wide receiver one. Mm -hmm. Next question. So even though I'm not like, you know, fade this guy completely, I'm yeah. firmly in the camp of Devonta Smith. But all that being said, we're a little bit split on this. So... I'm going to let you guys go first. Like, What do you see as far as the biggest red flags that you're worried about as far as the tape? Again, not the production profile, not the analytics, but on the tape, what do you see? Okada, you take, you take one topic and I'll find another one. Okay. Here's my biggest concern. For me, the number one asset to a wide receiver in today's NFL is intermediate and short crossing and outbreaking route running ability. Now, let me be clear about something. That's not the only type of routes to run in the NFL. You can run vertical routes and you can run them very well and you can succeed running vertical routes, routes well at the NFL level. And Jamar Chase will succeed at running vertical routes in the NFL, in my opinion. I think he's quite good at it in a number of different ways we can hit on. However, the aspect of route running that I mentioned is my number one most important trait for a wide receiver. He, in my opinion, is not good. Not good. Like, not just good. Not good. I do not see good cuts at the top of his routes. I do not see sharp route running when he's breaking in or out. I do not see quick feet in his route running. I see nuance in his vertical route running, and I see excellent release against press coverage. And both of those things help him win in certain situations. But he lacks, in my opinion, tremendously the ability to run in and out breaking routes in intermediate and short area routes with crispness and quickness the way I would like to see for a route runner going into the NFL. I completely agree with what you're saying uh, wholeheartedly. His short to intermediate route running, his ability to get in and out of breaks and gain leverage on defenders, utilizing route running is not even not good. It's awful. There are, there are literally, in my opinion, at least, at minimum, and potentially more that I'm not willing to put into the conversation because they lack in other areas of their game so much. There are, at minimum, 10 wide receivers that are better route runners and technicians in the short to intermediate game 
in this draft class than Jamar Chase at minimum 10. Give me Kadarius Tony as a route runner. Give me Elijah Moore as a route runner. Give me all of those guys are better as technicians in and out of the short to intermediate game, which as you're saying, I want a wide receiver that's able to win in possession spots, not just home run plays, not just the guy that's going to be able to get me three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. I want someone, especially in PPR scoring, that's going to be able to get me seven, eight, nine in those big boom games of potentially like 13 to 14 receptions in a game. I don't see Jamar Chase as being that type of wide receiver at the pro level. What you touched on with his press coverage, that is, he's elite at dealing yes. with press coverage up close where Agreed. he can box with the defender off the line. He does this jam pull mm. like every single time that there's a defender lined up right across from him toe to toe. He like punches them in the chest and then rips them away and then he's free. But if the corner is lined up, giving him five yards of buffer, he looks lost like a puppy in downtown Chicago with no way home. He looks completely <laughs> in the snow. baffled in the snow where the oh, signs are covered, where you have no idea where you are in a blizzard with a quarter mile of visibility. He looks like he doesn't know what to do when he has space. Because all that he knows how to do is get in tight and literally box inside that five yards where it's legal and then gain a release through physicality. But he doesn't know, in my opinion, how to get a release using technique at all. So is he going to get drafted very, very highly? It sure looks like it. Potentially top five to ten. Almost certainly the number one receiver off the board for NFL. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. I would agree. Is he going to have some very big explosive plays, which, by the way, don't talk about the, the number one wide receiver being valuable for fantasy football, Henry Ruggs, last year. Like, it, it's, a long, it's a long list. Good very NFL true. wide receivers and what they do for your team does not equate to good fantasy wide receivers. He could be good for a scheme in terms of what he can do by taking the top off of a defense. Same thing that I said about Henry Ruggs last year. Doesn't mean he's going to be a great fantasy option. If he's lined up at the X, if he can run a 7, 8, or 9 route with press coverage, he's probably going to win in that situation. Every other situation, I have some serious questions. I think those are fair concerns. I definitely agree. The release, when not able to use his hands, is not great. But when he does have to, it's, I mean, he looks like freaking Mike Tyson out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best hand fighter fantastic. in the class, no question. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Quick, like dip, dips the shoulder, swipes it to the side, and he's gone. And that resulted in big plays, like you're saying. So I agree that that does happen for sure on tape. My question for you guys, because I hear your concerns with the route running. My only concern is like, I'm not willing to say that he can't do it or that he sucks at it. Because to be honest, we didn't see that much of it, in my opinion. Like, he didn't really have to be technical. We're talking about the offense, right? Like, try covering. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards Lair out of the backfield. Thaddeus Moss is a great college. Like, yep. All these dudes. So he really didn't have to be all that technical in his routes. They, they didn't really have a, an expanded route tree, in my opinion, from what I saw on tape. So for me, I kind of like am hands off on that take because I just don't know because we haven't really seen a lot, in my opinion. And that leaves me with a lot to be desired. That's why I have Devonta Smith, part of the reason, at wide receiver one versus uh, Jamar Chase. So you guys feel like it was all there on tape and it just sucked or is there missing from his profile? So I will say it this way. 
th- there were plenty of times where he was asked to run an in-breaking yes. slant or an in or an out. And he rounded it off and jogged and lollygagged like so nothing I've ever seen. The roundest ins and digs and even slants that I've ever seen from a wide receiver touted this highly. Now, is that because he had a ton of space because of the offense that he was playing in and so he didn't really have to try and he was still going to get the slant thrown to him by Joe Burrow and be open? Possibly. But then I'm just really concerned about his competitive toughness and the fact that he doesn't really care about trying that hard, and that gives me a little bit of concern. Jamar, that being said, go ahead, go ahead. Jamar Chase is a guy, and I was biting my tongue back because I'm not going to put this label on him because I'm not saying that we've seen it yet. But those little things, those little flags, the lack of effort on certain plays, Mm. to me – potentially looks like a highly drafted wide receiver that turns into a prima donna. Mm. We haven't seen it from him yet, but the Mm. wide receiver that if he's not getting the targets or if he's not running the routes that he wants, isn't going to put in that effort gives me a little bit of concern and pause. I'm not putting that label on him right now. We have not seen anything from him or heard anything about him being a bad teammate or a prima donna that demands touches or anything like that but he's coming from the most explosive passing game in NFL history is likely going to be the first wide receiver drafted and lollygags when it's not a route that he wants to run. Those things concern me a little bit. So that's grain of salt. Can I, can I, can I talk about some positives with them? Cause there are, yes, positives. I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> there are positives that we do need to talk about. Yeah, After yeah. the catch, once Jamar Ooh. Chase has the ball, is like AJ Brown after the catch. The dude is Mm -hmm. literally elite after the catch. With the ball in space, he runs like a running back. He cuts like a running back. He is phenomenal when he does have the ball. I will absolutely give him that. After the catch, looks like AJ Brown to me. Very, very tough, very physical. The dude breaks tackles like a 230-pound running back. It is ridiculous what he does in space. So there are a lot of positives to his game once he does have the ball, and there are positives to his game when he's able to run the deep routes, when he's able to beat press and then stack a defender. He's very good at those things. So it's Jamar Chase was probably the toughest evaluation for me because there's a lot of things that I didn't like, but then there's some things that are literally truly elite traits in his breadbasket. So If, like, I I do think that there is an elite fantasy ceiling for Jamar Chase if the team that he goes to completely plays to his strengths. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that has to do with coaching. And are we able to identify what the strengths of this player is and then adjust our game plan to that to allow this person to do what they do very, very, very well? That's possible. He does still have very high upside, in my opinion, based on that. But if you're telling me that he's the first wide receiver off the board and he goes back to Cincinnati or not back, but goes back to Joe Burrow by going to Cincinnati and all that they're going to ask him to do is to be the deep threat because Burrow and him were really, really good at that in college every once in a while. And then T Higgins is going to be the second year wide receiver. That's actually going to be the better of the two of them and catch more balls and have more yards. Then I don't love that for his fantasy value. So he does have some strengths that I think are, absolutely worth noting but i don't like the complete package like 25 percent of what he does is like 75 percent of his strengths that's good that's a 
You did the math. It's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> um, w- one of my main concerns is that people are touting him as a can't miss prospect. Yeah, totally disagree. And I, I don't. I just don't see that. Like, I don't even see Devonte Smith as a can't miss prospect quite, but I do see him closer to that. But Jamar Chase, I do not see as a can't miss prospect because I see too many weaknesses that, if exploited by defenses or not properly covered up by offensive scheming, like John is talking about, are going to lead to problems. The other thing I will say is, John pointed out his yak ability is insane. It is. Elite. Nasty. And tough, explosive, agile. Every skill you could want for for a receiver running after the catch, he has. Mm -hmm. Here's my one issue. You think of the guys at the NFL who do that really well, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown. Where are they getting the the ball? ball? Yes. They're getting the ball in the short and intermediate because they win with great route running or even, in Debo Samuel's case, just schemed into screens, behind the line, who knows what. Right. They're not getting targeted that often downfield and then turning that into rack because you don't do that. If you're getting targeted downfield, either you've already beat the guy and you're going to outrun to the end zone and you've scored a touchdown on a deep ball, that's great, you're Henry Ruggs. Or you're going to jump up for the ball, come down with this. It's going to be a great sideline catch. You're not going to get any yards after the catch. That's mostly how it works. If you're going to rack up yards after the catch, you're going to do it on slants. You're going to do it on ends. You're going to do it on intermediate routes where you can catch the ball in open space because you got there by beating your DB with great route running. And then you're going to have a ton of open field to run into. And if Jamar Chase can't do that like those guys can, I'm concerned about his ability to use his best skill besides the press coverage defeating, which is his run after the catch ability. To succeed at the NFL level. Totally agree. One of their strengths. God, this is so negative. Uh, <laughs> We've said a lot of good things. There are there's so many good things. One other good thing about him that I like well, a lot. So many. Don't get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, all very four, good at a few things. All four things. Uh, his ability to high point the ball and win yes. with contested catches. Yes. It yep. is great. Yep. Very, very good. And we have to give him a little bit of credit. Look at the corners he faced. We're talking about NFL caliber corners that got drafted highly. AJ Terrell was a first round pick. He how, like made him look like an idiot out there on the field. Just ran circles around him. Then you're talking about a guy like Trevon Diggs made him look silly out there. So he made Trevon Diggs look silly when Trevon Diggs pressed in that same yes, game. They true. adjusted and they dropped Diggs off of him six yards and Diggs was running the route for him. So I do have a lot of concerns. It's not great. Okada and I were watching that film together, you remember? And I'm watching and we're like, oh, look, now Diggs is eight yards off. And he's just like waiting for Jamar Chase. Like, come on, come on, like do something. And Chase was me, me at the 10 yard line. Let's go. <laughs> Fight me 10 yards downfield. See how that goes for you. So, yeah, I just, I, yeah. I have a lot of red flags. I'm going to let someone else take him as the first wide receiver off the board is my point. I still think there is upside with him, absolutely. And if I was able to get him at the late first or early second, then I might take that risk. But You're I'm not, not going to take. I'm no, I'm not. And that's the point. I won't own yeah. any Jamar Chase because someone is going to take him way higher than I do. Here's what you're going to do, okay? Everyone, write this down. He'll be overdrafted this year in rookie drafts. Mm-hmm. He is a player who needs time in the NFL. I agree. He will be more valuable right now than he is next year at this very time. Mm. So what I am doing is making several mental notes. I actually hand wrote a note the other day. Uh, trade for Jamar Chase after this year. Mm. I'm not wasting the 102 on this him, guy. Or the can I get him for a third? 
You've got, no. There's another guy he's been able to get for a third. That I don't think back, even if I don't he did so. almost no. nothing, you get it for a third. <laughs> I do not think that is possible. But the uh, point remains, oh, yeah. there is upside in the right situation. As these two fine gentlemen have pointed out, there is concern about his game. The advanced analytics are great. The breakout age is great. The dominant rating is very, very good. Mm-hmm. The tape, judge for yourself. Those, those are our thoughts. Fellas, that was good. I feel like we have usually agree on these guys, so it was good to have a little bit of disagreement. Uh, let us know your thoughts. And, of course, you can always let John know his thoughts. At, at, at John Helfingham on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you right didn't give him your here, buddies. You didn't give him right your comp. Oh, oh. I don't think that's a real comp. No, 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 no. I said that <laughs> all of La- Laquan Treadwell, who went as a very, very highly drafted wide receiver and ended up just completely flaming out in the NFL – if I had to pick between complete bust or top five dynasty wide receiver a year from now, I'd say complete bust. If I have to choose one of the two, hmm. that's where I would put my money. All right. Well, interesting. Hate to see my it. ad is my ad is right down here. It's at John Helmkamp. <laughs> uh, don't worry so if you send me a DM and then you don't follow me, it just goes straight into this other folder where I don't have to see. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I thought that was so funny. I, we were texting the other day about it. I decided to tweet it. I was like, we were talking about these guys tonight on the show. He just called someone LeCron Trouble. Not really. Don't. Not really. Stop it. All right. We are back next episode for Jalen Waddles preview. I'm very excited about that. Ooh. If you missed Devonta Smith, go yes. back, check it out. <clears throat> of course, head to the ah. website, ballblastfootball.com. For these two fine gentlemen, until next time, we are the Red Shirts. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at RedShirtsFFPod and check out BallBlastFootball.com for all things fantasy football.